Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. Wayne! This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Yo, what's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back, Ray. How's it going, man? It's been good. It's been good. Um, I need a new haircut. That's about it. I, I definitely need, need a new haircut. How that, about you, man? That's some hot topics right there. Some some haircut needs. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's looking kind of looking, looking kind of gross. Uh, Ray, uh, speaking of looking gross, we're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. yes, that's a great transition. Yeah, thank you. Um, we are joined by social media guru of Fatherhood Arise, Brian Frias. Brian, welcome back to the show. How you doing, bro? Hi, what's up, man? I was fine. <laughs> Good to see y'all too, I guess. Well, I'm gross practicing. Is like, gross is like the oh, new man. the new uh the new like good thing, right? Like yeah, okay. bad means good. No, I'm practicing. Means- what I'm doing is I'm practicing talking smack and um, oh, talking talking madness yeah. to to people. See uh, see how that goes. Smack. That's your usual I talk. Though. I've never done that before. So how'd I do? Was that good? Your usual thing is smack talking. That's right. So welcome everybody to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. You know where where faith and fatherhood intersect. <laughs> If this is celebrating your first, the dads, absolutely like Brian <laughs> Frias. Um, if this is your first time to catch us, welcome. Uh, I hope that your Lent is going well. And uh, if this is if you've been with us for a long time, hey, thanks for listening and hanging in. We've had a great time. We're slowly, uh, ever so slowly, but now it's getting faster. Approaching episode one hundred. Me, 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 me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's crazy. So uh, we're we're making our way, but it's we still are a few episodes away, and and we're going to be talking today with Brian and hanging out and talking about Catholic dad stuff. So uh, welcome, Brian. How have you been lately? Uh, I've been pretty good. Um, yeah, I've actually been on paternity or paternity leave for a while now. So oh, okay, it's been uh, like it's been relaxing, but not really. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, paternity leave is is never as relaxing as you want it to be because there's an actual baby there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And then, like, you, you come up with all these, like, projects and stuff that you want to accomplish, but then, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. it just never gets done. So, <laughs> so yeah. refresh us, Brian. How old's your baby? And you have another one, too. So give us the lowdown again. Yeah. So um, we welcomed uh, Maribel Gianna. Um, she was born on January, or she was born in January, January 11. Um, and she's about, or she's turning three months soon. So, um, or she's, yeah, two, two and a half months right now, turning three months. And, uh, we also have a two year old. So, yeah, oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations again. That's great. And, uh, you know, when babies, the, you, this the only time in life that you count things by months. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, that's I never understood why people did that. I know, yeah. yeah. I yeah, quit. I never understood why people did the months. I do it by days. <laughs> <laughs> I do it by years. Uh, zero years? 
one year or so. I still call my baby a baby. And I'm like, yeah, one year old, they're like a one and a half, eight, eight, 19 months. (laughs) Why make make it harder by doing math? Yeah, I can't do the math, though. So I'm just like year plus almost two, eventually something like that. So anyways, (laughs) welcome to the Father Hit Arise podcast. Um, It's the triple play. It's the Holy Trinity. So we're happy to be here. And uh, in our first segment, we do the real life of dads. The Real Life of Dads, that's where we talk about the the kind of daily experiences of fatherhood and just what's going on uh, in our lives and how we feel about it from the sacred to the mundane to the hilarious. And uh, my story, guys, I'm going to start it. And it's none of those things. Um, I'm actually super exhausted. This is a, a kind of a work story, but I've had four retreats in four weeks. So a consecutive every mm. week we've I've uh, pulled off a retreat. And I know for some professional ministers they're doing uh, like four retreats in one week. But you know, as a dad uh, wor- working full time professionally. Um, and raising a family, four retreats in four weeks is a lot. And um, the last one that we just had was a four-day retreat. My goodness, and it was and it was actually really awesome. Uh, one of the great things about going on retreat is uh, just feeling revitalized and feeling energized and um, renewed in faith. But also, those things are exhausting. And so, have you guys ever kind of just had? like really exhausting weeks at work and then you finally get home after being gone for so long and all you want to do like is go to sleep Mm. so that was my experience like i i was i was gone from home and then i and then i saw my kids after four days and my wife after four days and i hugged them and it was a it was a grand reunion but but all I wanted to do was just lay down and close my eyes. And so, you know, I took a little nap and then was able to do family time. But um, yeah, it's just that it's just that the sheer exhaustion of of all this work. So, yeah, I could I could say that I feel pretty run down right now. I mean, spiritually alive, but physically, physically, my dad bod is is like mm. feeling the pain of uh this grind so yeah that's where i'm at right now fellas we're we're not we're not young anymore man we we feel those things that's right and you know i'm a i'm a director so i have some say in in scheduling so in the future this was not my schedule i did not create it i inherited the schedule which is Mm. uh really busy and i'm going to spread that thing out so lots of lessons learned Um, but I'm happy to see my family again. I was really, I was really worried about my wife actually when we were, when I was gone for that last, that last set for four days. Um, just knowing like, wow, she's going to have to hold down the fort for four days. But then I remembered that I walked the Camino and I was gone for 40 days. (laughs) Oh, she's a hero, uh, man. (laughs) Yeah. So she's a real pro. So, um, shout out to my wife for, for holding down the fort for our, entire family dude i'm gonna transition to mine real quick uh yeah you're tired i hear you gotta go on vacation and my dad vent i'm gonna call it dad vent is this i just came from a vacation i took a whole week off i i don't think 
vacations exist anymore when you're a dad because you're on when you're on vacation. You're watching the kids. We went on a uh, we went on Kalahari. We went on that uh, water park, indoor water park thing. And it's always a uh, nerve wracking when you have uh, a bunch of kids, your kids running loose <laughs> in a water park. Oh and so God. you're like, all right, we'll play zone defense and stuff, but it's just worrisome. And uh, next thing you know, it's like three days in that um, in that place and you're exhausted and you come home and you're still on and you're exhausted. So what happened to the vacation? That's my complaint, man. I, I feel like there's no such thing as a vacation when you're a dad. Is that am I alone in that? Can I can I start a movement here? There's there's no vacation. Well, did you eat good? Was that yeah, least that, the food? I, that I did? <laughs> yeah. Yes, so that's the vacation right there. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. be a fat that, mess. I, I do that every day. Is that that's the, OK, maybe maybe I should. I should not do what, that. Ray, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, you in the front. What's uh what's the car snacks? What's your car snack situation uh, when you're long, on that road long trip? Long road trip? Yeah. Long road trips? I got I got to I got to have some uh some I don't know if I don't know if it's called this, but I I call it this the uh, those uh blueberry red berries uh kind of a jelly kind of it's like a gummy uh, candy, you, I got. I got to send you guys some of these things. This is my favorite go-to, and then pork rinds, of course. I gotta have that. As well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a that's a, um, keto friendly, I believe. Exactly. So, right. Yeah. Not the gummies. Yeah, not, 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 not. Yeah. Not the gummies. <laughs> no. How about you, Brian? What's your uh, What's your go-to road trip uh, snack? Do you have one? Um, I don't know. I, I think. What have, been, what have I been eating lately? He's all into like Biden, healthy stuff. That's right. Yogurt. Nah, dude, not at all. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I eat yogurt while you're driving. <laughs> that one's got to be I don't know. I was thinking stuff. probiotics. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's some old man stuff. Is no, that, no, that Irish, Irish old man stuff? <laughs> no, I I like um I like trash candy like the very very poor candy uh a uh, sweet tart ropes have you had the sweet tart rope oh, dollar oh store stuff. Had that in a minute. Yeah. dude it's super good so uh highly highly recommend that's my road trip or travel uh, you know if I'm on an airplane or um I'm road tripping I'm gonna get some sweet tart ropes how about you Brian oh my gosh I'm well so Aiden's been eating the um. What do you call it? The the fruit snacks no, from Costco, healthy stuff, like healthy the mini one. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, I guess it's kind of healthy. But then I um I also introduced them to like um Fruit Loops oh. and uh tricks like tricks oh, okay. like the cereal. Yeah. So um I'm like slowly introducing him to the cereal that I liked when there I was go. a kid. So I could just be like, oh here, share with daddy, share with daddy. <laughs> uh-huh, so then yeah. I could I could just like share in that childhood whatever enjoyment of the cereal and stuff. oh that's so, interesting uh, i guess a yeah. separate question would be yeah what's your favorite childhood cereal mm. and you're saying fruit loops mm. and tricks well my all-time was uh fruity pebbles, oh, that's fruity pebbles. Yeah. i like that i like but that. Like, i so i introduced him to that but uh, it was way too messy because like yeah, it's whenever he's digging and then it's like small you know so he's trying to get a lot and, and oh yes so, okay right yeah they can't do that anymore. So that's why I did the fruity uh, or uh, Fruit Loops and and tricks, and, um, tricks because they're a little. 
like say like really colorful but you know just a little bit bigger yeah okay yeah those are all gross by the way those are disgusting (laughs) disgusting cereals no way get out of here they're they're awful i bet you iris is what like uh checks no way come on rice krispies on brand (laughs) wow (laughs) frosted flakes when i was a kid but that's just too sugary now can't handle Cinnamon Toast Crunch Lucky as well. Lucky Charms is my go-to. We got Lucky Charms in the house right Cinnamon now, and it's disgusting. I, oh, I never delicious. share that. I wouldn't, my kids are eating that, and I'm not taking any part of that. I pass. So it's actually helpful. Not even the marshmallows? No, any, any cereal with marshmallows. No, thank you. How about your, uh, oh, man. How about your dad vents or uh, your real-life dad story, Brian? Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I've been on paternity leave this whole time. And um, since I've been on paternity, we, we decided to take advantage of like the free time and whatnot, and just to do a lot of or to do a lot of the stuff that we had um, like planned to do. And one of the things that we planned to do was um, like get Aiden involved with speech therapy because uh, he was like we, kind, we just kind of noticed that um, like he was a little delayed when it came to talking and stuff. Uh, like his motor skills and everything, it was, it was there, but he just had a really tough time communicating. Uh, so we've just been doing that. And um, yeah, it's just crazy. Cause like this past week, it just, he, he, he like hit like a breakthrough or like a breaking, um, yeah, just like a breakthrough mm. point or whatever. He started talking a storm. Like he was, he was copying everything that we were saying and cause he watches Cocomelon too. So he was like, Oh, rainbow. And me and Teresa, I mean, my wife, we were just like, what the heck? He just said rainbow. And then mm-hmm. like, he's, he's being like, I don't know. He's just, he's just communicating with her. Uh, he's like telling us when he pees and poos and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, he's, t- he's telling us when he's hungry and what he wants. Cause before he would just, you know, just cry or he would point to like the pantry or the, the fridge or something like that. Um, but with like the exercises and stuff that we've been learning with speech therapy and I think just him picking things up, um, he's beginning to communicate a lot, a whole lot better now. So it's like, it's, it's, it's really fun to see that as a parent. Um, but at the same time, he's like, I don't know, like terrible twos also. And, uh, like his favorite word is obviously no, or like the most common, uh, common word, no. And so it's just like, what do you want then? <laughs> like, and everything is no, 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 no. And I'm just like, all right, just mm-hmm. tell me what you want. But I mean, it's cute. Like it was cute at first because it's like, yeah, you're talking. But now it's just like, all right, well, just tell me what you want, man. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's my dad's story for now. Congrats. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. When, when you, uh, Brian, when you when you were thinking about enrolling him in in uh, speech therapy, and mm-hmm. I'm sure there was there was quite a bit of worry uh, about the delays, yeah. and then so when he finally had his breakthrough and then started communicating verbally, how did you feel about that? Like, what was going on inside? Um, I mean, definitely appreciative of just like actually taking the like the leap into therapy or speech therapy. Cause like, I'm not going to lie going into it. I, I, like, I was just thinking in the back of my head, like, Oh man, like, am I not, am I not a good parent? Um, like what, like what did I do wrong type of thing? Like, did I not, uh, read to him enough, like during bedtime or something, or, um, like, was I not interacting with him enough and stuff? But, um, like even like throughout the whole process, 
like you have to take assessments and they ask you a whole bunch of questions and stuff. And um, yeah, a lot of it is uh, like developmental milestone questions. And Aiden actually like uh, he excelled in those type of things, but his the only thing that was lacking was his communication, like verbal communication. But even then he was like um, right at the border. So he almost didn't even qualify for speech therapy because he was like, he would be considered normal or like on track, but because right. he was on that, on that border. Um, so like just kind of um, seeing that uh, it kind of brought a little piece to me and Teresa just because it's like, okay, so it's, it's normal. Um, but then also um, like with Teresa and some of her colleagues at work, uh, like they expressed that they had their kids enrolled through speech therapy and stuff. And um, yeah, like they, they shared their success stories. Um, but it, even like throughout the whole process, like before the break, we were just kind of worried, like how long is this going to take? Because um, yeah, we've been doing this for, or it seems like it's it's been a while and we're not really, and we're seeing some progress, but then we're seeing a lot of regression too. So mm -hmm. the, just this whole breakthrough, we were just ecstatic. Like we were so happy and appreciative that we actually took the step or took the leap. So yeah was he was he That's like awesome. saying some words already yeah. or was it more of uh, connecting uh his thoughts and into what he was saying was it was it one of those like him struggling with some words or no um, was it that like he was just not talking like the only thing that he was saying is like mama and dada like that, that's about mm -hmm. it but um yeah i mean like if he wanted like an apple or something he would just cry and at times he would just point to it but he would just like like you mm. would like grunt or uh, just make some sort of noise mm. and stuff. So we didn't, but then like mm -hmm. the apples next to so many other fruits. So we, we couldn't, so it was, a, it was a guessing game. Like you want this, want this, want this. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was just, yeah. He, like he wasn't really like, yeah, just verbally communicating. So yeah. Yeah. Ray, Ray does that with pork rinds all the time. He just kind of grunts, <laughs> mm -hmm. grunts, he grunts at them. And candy. Yeah. My, my kids understand. My wife yeah. knows. Oh yeah. Another thing like, cause yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's before he, he identifies like me, dad, Teresa's mom, and he's calling sister, uh, sissy. And, um, now he's actually saying like Lolo and Lola and stuff. So it's pretty cool. when like when we're FaceTiming our parents, like uh, my parents, yeah. cause they're so excited, mm. but it's, it's funny because yeah. he knows Lolo. Um, or cause I live where we live with my uh, father-in-law, right. And my father-in-law has white hair. So every time he sees an old white or old man with like white hair, <laughs> he just he, like he points too and he's like, Lolo, Lolo. He's so it's so insane. It's like, stop pointing. But it's like, first of all, stop pointing. But don't yeah. Call Lolo. yeah, you might get smacked. And like he does that at mass and stuff. He gets yeah, smacked. So like, smacked. So I'm just like, Lolo, oh, no. Man. <laughs> but that's a great transition, actually, because that's our topic at hand is uh, talking smack. I mean, I think we all saw it. Maybe uh, we all at least heard about it. The the smack that uh, the whole world has heard. Will Smith and uh, The Rock. Chris <laughs> The Rock. Chris the Rock. Chris Rock, <laughs> comedian. Um, so, so yeah, let's talk about it because there's a lot of things that's happening. I, I want to hear your thoughts on on that. Uh, did you Did you guys see it live? Did you guys 
catch it on that Sunday or can, just so can you frame this up right so what what's the context of this um and I didn't see it because I was on retreat so can can you, oh, you frame it up it, for okay. what what was it yeah so here we go <clears throat> so uh yeah I mean everybody's been talking about it everyone's kind of seen it I've been up and down about it I actually lost sleep over it uh so last Sunday during the Oscars uh, there's a lot of great things that happen. There's a lot of uh, uh, low things that happen, but here's the highlight of it. Uh, Will Smith got offended when uh, Chris Rock was making a joke about uh, Jada, Smith, his wife, his uh, his wife. And so uh, during that time, uh, he was actually laughing. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Will Smith was laughing at the joke. But then I think and uh, this is kind of my breakdown of it. He saw the reaction of his wife during the joke that uh, Chris Rock made uh, and did not appreciate it uh, when he saw his wife's uh, reaction. And then I think that's when his attitude turned sour. He got up, went over to Chris Rock and it seemed like Chris Rock was like, all right, well, he's about to say something or whisper something to me. And they were like toe to toe. And, you know, Chris Rock had the big smile on his face. And then uh, Will Smith just smacked them open, uh, open hand smack to his face. And uh, he went back down as if nothing happened and then start kept saying, you know, stop saying my wife's name, get, get her uh, name out of your mouth. And uh, Chris Rock was kind of, I think, I think it was get my wife's name out of your bleeping mouth. <laughs> Is that That's right. Yes. Yeah. Keep my wife. Keep man. my wife. Yeah. Keep yeah. Your, my, yeah. And he, he repeated at least, two times and uh chris rock uh he got the point and he stopped and it was kind of awkward during that moment the 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 more awkward part is that he won uh what is it the the uh, the male best actor yeah and then he did a speech and it was just i don't know it was just kind of crazy he was saying things like i'm here to spread love that's what i'm a protector i'm a protector to protect and love in this world (laughs) Yeah. Very contradicting. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, I just wanted to shed some light on that. So what, what are your reactions to it? Because as I said, I, I lost sleep, man, because my wife um, actually I saw it and then um, I told my wife about it. And then she's like, whoa, did this really happen? We started discussing initially. I was like, dude, yeah, I'm on. I'm on Will Smith's side on this, man. Yeah, good for him. He stood up for his wife. Yeah. Chris Rock better better stop what he's saying, you know? There's some consequences to your words. And then my wife's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and so we had a discussion about it. It's like late night. <laughs> and then it, it doesn't, of course, uh, it doesn't stop on uh, the, the social media world. There's a lot of memes. There's a lot of jokes. There's a lot of this and that. There's different angles. There's, and then I'm like, hmm. My wife is right. He could have handled it differently. He just made a spectacle of himself and made it about himself. So, yeah, I've been up and down about it. Uh, I want to I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, initial thoughts on it. This is kind of I kind of uh, connected it to our very first conversation, Iris, as we started this uh, Lenten journey uh, about uh, Matthew Stafford and his knee jerk reaction and um, kind of my quest in making sure that my knee-jerk reaction is the right reaction. And sad to say, but uh, 
Will Smith's knee jerk reaction was that. Yikes. Um, but yeah, uh, thoughts, initial reactions to it. I'm not gonna lie. I was yeah, I was kind of bored too <laughs> initially. Um yeah, I was like, yeah, man, he's standing up for his wife and stuff. Like he's protecting his wife's honor and everything. Um and like I don't know, it, it's it's like weird though, because like it, it's it, it was a very light joke, right? Like it wasn't it wasn't anything like crazy. It, it, it was just a, a very light joke, but then it it happened like you know that just that was will's reaction to it um and then if you look at like context too like just things outside of that night from like maybe leading up to it or just other other things like say for example like i don't know like they're like how like i don't know jada and and will's marriage and and just like that whole dynamic they got they got weird issues there right yeah yeah so i just get having that in mind and then like have having chris rock make that kind of remark and that was the thing that set will off when there's so many other things that could have possibly set him off before that or it's just kind of like a build-up of like or maybe like that was the reaction of him like holding or bottling all these like emotions that have been accumulating for the past couple of years right um of just like either the public's uh like ridicule or just yeah or it could be like a i don't know it could be just like a reflection of maybe how their marriage is or something like his his um what do you call it like his uh sudden urge to show that like he's man enough or something because of all the stuff that's been said about their marriage or something i don't know uh, but like initially i, I was kind of like you right like i was like yeah yeah that's awesome but like taking a step back like yeah just really reflecting on it like yeah he he definitely should have handled that a lot differently a lot more pro- professionally especially on that kind of stage and i guess in the climate that we're in today um like you don't want to violence is obviously never the answer to anything and there's always a better way to handle it and a lot more professional way to handle it um and I think I like related to him a lot because like, I'm also an emotional guy and maybe it's just the current state of, that I'm in right now too. Like I'm maybe like, I don't really have that much control of my emotions right now or like, I don't know. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Will. Like I, I, I would do the same, but then like taking a step back, I'm just like, I don't know anymore. I don't know. I think I might've handled that a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's just my take on it. That's that's interesting, guys, because I'm on the other side of that. I'm on the other side of this argument. Um, but before I get to what I'm thinking, Brian, you brought up an interesting point because you know Will Smith. I don't. I never met the man. I don't know anything about him. I, I've heard some and read some internet rumors and went. <laughs> And like laughed at or like, oh, that's that's interesting. That's weird what they got going on over there. And um, usually when somebody breaks, usually when somebody kind of snaps in the moment, that's that's the uh, that reaction is not based on the incident. It's like the presenting incident. There's always something underneath that presenting incident that causes that snap. Right. And so, 
uh, oftentimes when when we kind of lose our temper uh in a situation, maybe in a, in a relationship, maybe parenting our kids or um, talking with our wife and there's an, a, an explosion or a, like a, a strong burst of emotion. Usually that like that conversation with our wife isn't that's not the cause of the problem. It's a it's like a symptom of like a deeper problem or a, or a lot more issues that are going on. And then it's kind of like that was the incident that broke the camel's back at that point. Right. Like that. That's the that's the one thing. But it's not the main thing. So the incident with Chris Rock might not be about Chris Rock at all. Right. But it's it's uh, everything that kind of was brewing inside and then Chris Rock kind of just broke the dam open for him and damn was it broken. <laughs> um, so, but, but my take was, my take was dude, he was making a joke. He was making a joke. And I heard he wasn't even yeah, the one that yeah. wrote that joke either. He was just reading. Yeah. Like it's a joke. Like, right. And, and he's, he's a comedian. A comedian. And it's a joke. And, and you can can you not can we not joke? Is it okay not to joke? Like we know his personality is one that jokes and makes fun of people and um in in a lighthearted way. And then I know that some people take those personally, but for the most for the most part, people laugh that stuff off. You know, like um like earlier, Brian, I made a joke about you. I was pri- I was warming up for this moment, right? Like, uh, I want to make fun of everybody right now and then see what happens. Um, and that's kind of always been my way. I, maybe that's also my personality, right? Like, I I want I want so so I feel like I'd be on the receiving end of a slap, mm-hmm. and um, and then so I'm like, dude, why? Why get mad at that? Like, there's there's a lot of other things to get mad at. There's a lot bigger things to feel a lot of emotion about. Why is it that thing? Um, and so when you're when you guys are talking about, uh, hey, that's about his wife, and he's defending his wife's honor. That's it. That's an interesting argument. But in the context of that marriage, that's, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that because I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. Um, So I kind of sided with Chris Rock and I was like, dude, that guy did not deserve to get slapped for that. There was, well, how come, how come every, every host wasn't getting their face slapped anytime they said something slightly mean or um or funny about someone else everybody should have got slapped at that point how come how come will smith is not slapping everybody that's what i'm saying (laughs) and i also don't condone violence so i hope he's not slapping anybody (laughs) especially me because i i don't want to get slapped at all i do want to give props to chris rock man because he didn't even touch his face (laughs) he didn't rub that freshly slapped face he was just kind of took and a step back though, huh? and was like, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. just happened here? It's rock hard, man. Yeah. Chiseled. Man. So, yeah, I got to give props. He and, took and, it like a champ. He didn't he even did. get dropped. And so, But here's the thing, too. He could have retaliated. He had a choice the same way as Will Smith had that choice. But emotions got to him and he, he did it, you know, and. 
not an excuse or anything, but really he had a choice. Will Smith had a choice. Chris Rock had a choice. And I think Chris Rock stood firm. He was rock solid. <laughs> That's right. So I feel super justified right now. <clears throat> well, and here's, here's the thing too, uh, uh, kind of um, closing off our, our discussion here, talking about smack talking. What's coming out of our mouth though? You know, like, is it, is it life giving the way we talk to our kids or is it uh, uh, insulting in a sense of like, maybe we shouldn't be talking to them that way. Uh, is it, you know, it is because I was thinking about this with the whole Chris Rock thing. Yeah, of course. Yes. He didn't deserve the, the whole slap thing, uh, but we're all guilty. I'm, I'm guilty of it when I, you know, and I uh, sometimes uh, belittle my, you know, my uh, little kids in the, in the sense of like the way they do things. And I'm like, that's not the way I like. I like it done. This is how you should do it. And I, I want to make sure that I I'm uh, watchful of that uh, because it's it, it turns into a berating thing. And it for me, it's like a, a, a light joke. But to them, it, it's it's scarring them. Perhaps it's uh, it's it's injuring them. So question question at hand is that uh, are we watching our mouth? What's coming out of our mouth? Yeah. Yeah, like I think, well, I guess to go back to the whole like context of the whole, like a incident, um, like for, so with that joke, it, it was offensive, not just also because it was Will's wife, but because she's also going through, um, or she has alopecia. So uh, like that causes um, like hair loss. And um, it's not like she chose to shave her head, but she, like she, I guess she's just being more open about it and stuff. Or like, like not a lot of people know about it. But after after Sunday, uh, it's more known that she's she's suffering from alopecia. Um, so I guess with that context too, it's like, yeah, maybe Chris shouldn't have made that joke or or anything, just because it's like you know that's a pretty sensitive topic, especially for her, or it could be like a very sensitive topic for her. Um, but I guess if there's another takeaway that I took from it, it's yeah, kind of like um, what we're segueing into is just to really be mindful of what, you know, what comes out of my mouth and like how I talk to, um, how I talk to Aiden and Mar, even though like they they barely understand what I'm saying, but more so how I talk to my wife right now. Um, Cause yeah, like, um, I mean, even though we, we were communicating all like all the time, uh, we're, we're having, you know, yeah, we're just talking throughout the day and stuff, especially while I'm on paternity leave. Like I, I you know, there, there might be something that she's going through internally that she just hasn't expressed yet. So I don't want to say anything that would, um, you know, that's either triggering or, um, you know, could just, I guess, make her feel less or just kind of feel, uh, feel more of whatever she's going through internally you know like i just want to be more mindful of that so if anything yeah if there's anything that i took away from it is just to really really think and discern before like or how i how i communicate especially with uh with my wife because yeah i did even though i talk to her like i just you know i just never know um because i'm like that too like i'm not completely like there's some things where um i tend to like bottle up and keep to myself before i actually express to uh to, to, to teresa 
So, um, you know, like, because there's been already some, you know, some times in our marriage where like, I, I just bought something up and she says something that's triggering. And then I just, that like, that was, it was just like, let the, let the waters go or let the flood waters open and stuff. So, yeah, if anything, it's just, it teaches me to, or taught me or just open my eyes to the idea of, yeah, I need, I need to be more mindful and make sure the stuff that are coming out of my mouth is kind of like you said, it's more life-giving than, you know, something that will deserve a slap or something. Yeah. The, the, it's, it's a weird balance, right guys? Because on the one hand, we want to, we want to be able to be ourselves and express our emotions. Cause I would say, Brian, you uh, I'm like that too, but I, I would find that if I, if I bottle things up or if I'm not expressing it, like my wife, my wife's not a mind reader. She doesn't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, and, yeah. and then it, and then, you know, if we're afraid, if we're afraid to kind of um, say what we think or feel, then it becomes like, Oh, we're walking on eggshells. We, there's, there's not this kind of clear communication, but also on the other hand, you don't want to be careless about what you say and how you say it. I experienced this at work cause I'm new at, at my job. It's like less than a year. And so I, I, I was given a shirt and it says, Hey, I'm new here. And I wear it all the time. Cause I'm like, I'm new and I'm bound to make mistakes and people don't really necessarily know my personality. And so in my role, I have like a, a high role in the, in the school, but I'm, I'm a pretty casual and kind of jokey kind of person with my personality. And Ray knows this pretty well. I tend to talk carelessly or just kind of say things that would be offensive or I make fun of, make fun of situations. I always want to laugh. So uh, sometimes I, I would say something that somebody would take the wrong way. And, um, and I'm not thinking like, oh, I'm in a role. I should not, I shouldn't speak that way. Um, but I, I would characterize that. Uh, I would characterize myself as careless, as careless with my words. And that carelessness can cause harm, which I've, I haven't been slapped at work, but I've been slapped at work, um, like had a talking to, or there's, uh, we have to have a serious sit down to like hash these things out. Cause they, they don't know who I am or don't have a read on me. Hey, can you believe that? Can you believe that Ray? I've already had some talking to's at work. <laughs> um, and so, and uh, yeah, maybe my history, um, with, uh, friends, friends of the show, they'll know like, Oh yeah. Iris has said things that have offended me at, at different times in, in my life. Almost a so hundred episodes the, and I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no, I have no, uh, scratch marks on my face from getting slapped. So that's pretty good too. Um, but yeah, there, there's a sense of, well, how do you balance, how do you balance like being an open communicator with, while still, um, I wouldn't say the opposite of being careless is careful, but I would say being intentional, right? Like that you said that Brian. So um, and I like how you frame it, Ray, around the idea of, um, you know, using our words, uh, like what comes out of our mouth, right? Like, the, so the scriptures say, it's not, it's not what goes into your body that, 
pollutes it, but it's what comes out of your mouth because that reveals the character of your heart. And so if our hearts are more aligned to Jesus, then what should be coming up out of our mouths is life-giving uh, words, right? And so, yeah, and that could be in every interaction, even with a, when we're just like casually with our friends or where we feel like we're safe. I see this all the time, especially with teenagers, you know, when they think they're, when they get too comfortable, then they just start to talk like, oh, you shouldn't, you should not say those, those things. Those are, those are wildly inappropriate things to say around an adult um, or in these kind of contexts. So um, yeah, the, that's, that's a balance that um, I think I'm still learning. Was it, was it a, a, the wise prophet, is it George Michael that said careless yeah. whispers? The, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who's that? Learn that. I don't know. Who that is, by the way. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, so curious, uh, okay, George. So, I believe. <laughs> you know that curious, one. Curious. Sorry, he's not Coco one. Melon or <laughs> whatever you're watching. These <laughs> oh man. Uh, so I mean, that, that this is the challenge uh, as we're continuing on with our Lenti Lenten journey. Uh, right now in week week number four, is it four? Wait. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. What would you do if somebody slapped you though? Like real what talk. Would I what would you do? Dude, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I've never been slapped before, but my initial reaction, I think what I would do, I, I think I'd just be in shock. Like if I was Chris Rock, I just made a joke, <laughs> a careless joke. I think I'd be in shock and kind of react the same way he did. Maybe. Would you throw down, Brian? I mean, <laughs> no. no, I've actually been, <laughs> I've been slapped before. You've been slapped. <laughs> oh, snap. You've been slapped. Oh, okay. Tell that story. One. What? I mean, it was in college and like. It was in college. You got slapped in college. Keep yeah. going, bro. What? Um, I mean, but it was like with one of my boys, like we were just out and then I was just, you know, just being stupid. Like I was just saying a bunch of stupid stuff. He like, he checked me. So he slapped me, like he slapped some sense into me. Um, and oh, not a physical slap, yeah. No, 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 it was a physical slap. Like, he, he oh, literally literally. were you me. talking, were you, were you talking nonsense about him? What, or just like in general, yeah, just in general. Like, I, I think I was, yeah, I was, I was just off the cuff, just kind of talking about anything and everything. And then, yeah, he put me in check and stuff. And yeah, like I didn't throw it down because, well, I think it's because like, you know, he was my boy, but also I was like in shock. Like I didn't know what to do. Like, I, I didn't shock, know if he was yeah. joking or not. Like you, did you really just slap me? You know, but um, yeah. Do I know this guy? No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, I Brian, I, I up, turned the other cheek. Brian, I yeah. apologized about that a long time ago. <laughs> I'm sorry that I slapped. Is he in this podcast right now? <laughs> Dude, I thought oh, you man. forgot. <laughs> oh, that was you. <laughs> no, no, I texted a friend to slap you. <laughs> oh. any, any final words, last thoughts about this smack talking, man? Because I think I, I think I heard uh, some wise words from maybe not wise words, some some delicate words from Iris. I think that's his way of saying sorry to me. All these uh, episodes that he hurt my feelings. Is that your is that your way of apologizing for your did it did I hurt your feelings many a times man just bottled it up inside oh wow. 
Well, get get my name get out of your mouth. Can I, Ray? Hey, Brian, I'm gonna text you later. Can you can you slap somebody for me real quick? <laughs> yeah, this, uh, yeah. I don't think. So here's the thing. I've thought about this a lot. Like, no, oh, nobody wants to be judged on their worst moment, right? The whatever, whatever our worst moment. I hope that nobody yeah, man, yeah. judges me on my worst moment. Um, even if I'm, even if I was 15 minutes later, I'm like winning an award and being hypocritical <laughs> about everything I'm saying and stuff Oof. or be acting wild. Like, Oh, this is just too wild. Oof, Will yeah. Smith. Yeah, he acted too wild, man. I enjoyed I, a lot of his movies. I, and I still do. That's wild. What he did. He wild. acted like a child and that is it. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say or think about that, but what I'm saying is, okay, so I would not want to be judged on that on my worst moments. So I'm not going to mm. judge him based on his worst moments, um, which we all got to see. That was a that was a pretty bad bad break. But I do hope that you know he's going to figure out and maybe get the help he needs to um, to figure out how he can uh, work on that whatever else is going on inside. So that those are my final thoughts. You know, apparently, like according to social media and according to P. Diddy, Chris and Will made up. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Will, they, uh, they hashed it out and he said, oh, yeah, that's over. P. Diddy's words, that's over. They're good. There it is. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. That's over. Thanks, Diddy. It's on the interwebs. I believe there it. You it's go. real. So let's squash that. Let's squash that beef, everybody. No more slapping. Yeah, peace. Peace in the world. Hey, uh, Brian, can you uh, lead us into our ending yeah, prayer? All right, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, Lord, uh, we just like to praise and thank you for this opportunity uh, just to talk about some recent events, but also just to, um, just to share in our experiences with fatherhood so far. Uh, we just pray that you may allow us to be more mindful and intentional with our words uh, that, that come out of our mouth um, whenever we speak to our wives and speak to our kids and just to anyone that we encounter in life. Uh, we just pray that we, you may bless us with the proper discernment with everything that comes out uh, and with every word that comes out of our mouth moving forward. We just pray that it may be fruitful and life-giving. Um, so, Lord, we just continue to offer up our hearts and offer everything to you. And uh, we just pray that uh, you just may continue to mold us and shape us to be the, the men, the husbands, and the fathers that you want us to be. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph. Pray for us. Pray, pray for, for us. us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, that was awesome. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. God speaks, man, even in these uh, ugly moments, right? <laughs> man. Chris Rock's face. It's a uh, inspiration. That's an ugly moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get slapped right there. All right, Iris. Uh, how many uh, retreats you got lined up this week? Oh, zero, man. I'm about to head off. In, uh, well, I got reconciliation services that okay. I'm planning four in a row. Let's go, keeping it going. So. Is that holy season of Lent. But if you want to see what I'm going to be doing, uh, you can check out my um, very uh, slap 
ready face on my social media at called to rise on instagram or check out my website called how about y'all hey continue to follow us on uh on our social media stuff that brian's been uh been on uh at fatherhood arise uh, instagram twitter and on facebook at fatherhood arise hey and if you have any questions any topics at hand uh, that you want us to uh talk about let us know email us at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com again fatherhoodarise at gmail.com hey brian any ideas on what we can do on the social for our hundredth episode mm. anniversary i guess just uh chime in like what were what were the, some of the things or the topics that y'all enjoyed most or best dad jokes so far or favorite guest or something i don't know yeah favorite moment favorite guest favorite mm. uh, favorite iris insult <laughs> there's plenty of those yeah that's right yeah, yeah so weigh in everybody let us know uh, as we're gonna be celebrating our hundredth uh, episode that's so wild i can't believe it's gonna be a hundred episodes i haven't done a hundred of anything mm. I've never done a hundred push-ups. hundred insults you have. Insults. Oh yeah, well, that's on the daily. (laughs) hundred hand slap. (laughs) All right, well, uh, thanks, Brian, and thanks, everybody. Um, Hey, stay safe out there. Like, watch your words. Uh, If you want to check out um, some uh, dad jokes, some great dad jokes, I promise they're great, uh, after dark. So, at the end of the episode. All right, peace. Peace. I got one. I made it up. You ready? All right. You gonna steal Brian's joke? No, I made this one up. I made this one up. Yeah, I'm doing it. Hey guys, did you hear that joke about Will Smith? No. It's it slaps. (laughs) That's actually pretty good. (laughs) That's good, right? A a knee slapper or a face slapper? (laughs) No, it slaps. That's a slang, bro. Uh, This is what the kids use. All right, I'll go. I got one. Um, so why did Will Smith use an open hand? Why did Will Smith use an open hand? Okay, why? Because paper beats rock. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so bad. Ooh, Will oh, Smith got roasted out here. Yeah. I got nothing, Ouch. man. I got nothing. Oh, man, this is a good <laughs> There's another one. There's another one. Go ahead. Go ahead. What is Will Smith's favorite band? I don't know. What's Will Smith's favorite band? Smash Mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Oh, that's rude. That's rude. Will, man, I love you. Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. Love you. Love, peace, and love to Will Smith. Ray, come on, drop Uh, a, drop a dad joke. uh, We need one. Uh, hmm. Uh, how how can you track and follow Will Smith? How? By uh, uh following the the Fresh Prince. <laughs> that, did I butcher that? Yeah, one? you did. <laughs> what, what was that one like? The five the 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 one about the mouth or whatever. Oh, five, oh yeah yeah. What did the uh what did the five fingers say to the to the face? Smack. <laughs> that makes no sense.